It's time for another intelligence gathering session. <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. So, there's been a, a, um, a lot of incidences that have happened, you know, the past Quite a couple few. of weeks. Yeah. But um, we've had a couple of people killed by police officers. Yeah. Um, and then we had a person kill a couple of police officers and injure a lot more. Yeah. So, um, this intelligence brief is going to primarily be about um, police and the police force. Because there seems to be, right now, in, in our country, in, in, in the environments that we have, that there's this, this um, um, conversation that's happening right now about how people view the police. Right. right? And, yeah, this is, uh, I think, going to be a very interesting uh, topic. It's kind of an eye-opener for me, learning about what police roles and functions were actually in historically and what what his what they're actually uh meant to do now right a little different than what we think um in our community right what police are for yeah well before we continue on i have to i have to do the new thing because i have a quote Mm -hmm. to sort of kind of give our our um our framework but this is going to be the framework that we're going to try to build off of and it's going to be this quote right here and think about this when we're going through our conversation and think about this when we're analyzing this information that we've we've gathered because we we had to go out there and educate ourselves in in a way that like what you were saying is very eye-opening it's like wow i didn't even know that that changes everything (laughs) yeah 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 so it is right so here's here's the quote for this one Okay. It's not what you think, it's how you think, mm-hmm. right? And that's crucial, right? It's not what you think, but it's how you think. I mean, you can apply that to a lot. Everything. I. This is, this is one we, of... we focused on this topic. Right. Yeah. It's not what you think, it's not, it, it's not what you think, it's how you think, yeah. right? Yeah. And you just start going down the rabbit hole on that, and you think about, well, yeah, there's police violence. Uh, okay, yeah, we know that, right? What? Yeah, we know that. But y- let, let me hear the thinking process that you're actually going through to determine what is police violence, right? Do you even know what the police are? What are their purpose? What's their function? Why are they even here? You know, why are they a part of the government, right? There's a, like all of these different things right here that that it, I think that, um, well, I'm glad that I went through um, actually doing this intelligence analysis and seeing, oh, okay, these are the police. So, cool. That's that's where we're going to kick it off from. It's not what you think, it's how you think. It's how you think. Yeah, and it all stemmed from an article that I was reading. Remember, I sent you I sent you this, this text message or whatever, but I was reading an article, and then the, the end statement of it um, sort of kind of set me on fire right <laughs> and this article was was written by michael eric dyson mm. and it was this end end statement that he did and i was just I, i'm still on fire from it right because i'm rocking back and forth right I <laughs> it's just, a great statement yeah, to, yeah. to invoke some thought yeah so so this is what um what michael eric dyson said 
in uh, his article, which I'll probably put the link up in the show notes. But this is called Death in Black and White. And that was the name of the article, Death in Black and White. And um, it's basically a response to all of these killings, all these killings by the police. And I even hate to say all of these killings because there's not that many killings. They're just basically being made aware of because of social media and Correct. the access of information. Um, but but um, this is what happened because um, during the past few weeks, there was two guys that were killed by police officers. One of them was Alton B. Sterling. And then the other one, I think his name was Philando. Philando Castile. Yeah, Fernando Castile. And, of course, the police officers used deadly force and then they killed these people. Um, and that's a tragedy. It is a fucking tragedy. I mean, but, um, seen the, uh, the videos online know that yeah. it's, it's pretty ridiculous mm. to say the least. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it kind of sets you off. But this is, um, this is his closing statement that Michael Eric Dyson said. And you can fill in the blank when you think about the we and the you, right? But this is what he said. We cannot hate you. Not really. Not most of us. That is our gift to you. <laughs> we cannot halt you. That is our curse. Yeah. Right? That fucking set me off. Right? That is our gift to you, and this is our curse. Uh-huh. Right? I, I still, I mean, it, yeah, it is very poetic. It sounds so good, eh, right? It's but more than that. Yeah, but it's just like, oh my gosh, what? Seriously? What do you mean we cannot hate you? You know, this is our gift to you, but we cannot halt you because this is our curse to us, right? I, I hear this and I automatically think of social responsibility, mm-hmm. social responsibility and the lack thereof it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. This is this is uh this is all stemming from the police. Yeah, all stemming from the police. So, flipping the page, flipping the page. <laughs> we already got a background. Do you have any history of the background of like what happened? Do you, do you want to give a recap um, on that? Just what I was researching about Philando Castile. Um, yeah. uh, he was pulled over at least fifty-two times in quote-unquote recent years, which is not really qualified, but. 52 times does seem excessive for anybody depending on what recent years is defined as um then i came across some stats which stats are always just stats um in 2011 i think it was a survey by the u.s justice department bureau of justice uh, statistics (laughs) the bureau of justice yeah yeah yeah. that's a fucking mouthful (laughs) yeah right um i don't know they probably named themselves that Uh, 13% of black uh, drivers were pulled over compared to 10% of white drivers. This was in 2011 based on this survey. I don't know where it was done. I don't know if it's overall the U.S. or whatnot, but this this was the the stats from this one article I read. But what's interesting is that 68% of the black drivers considered the stops legitimate compared to 84% of white drivers. So there's that perception because the percentage, 13% on 10%, I don't know if that's statistically different, but the perception is already there about what's legitimate and what's not. Hmm. So, okay. And, and the experience of feeling what's legitimate and what's not. So. Okay. So, yeah, I think before we even continue on, 
we need to get some we need to get some grammar down mm-hmm. right we we need to get some grammar down because um i think it's important that that we need to understand what are the police and what is the purpose of the police right because th- th- there is a purpose and there 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 mm-hmm. is a baseline understanding of what the police force is supposed to do and i think that this is a, a major disconnect between um uh our state of thinking right now it's the major take home i got from this entire study yeah this entire exercise that we're doing right now yeah it's a fun right <laughs> it's fun it's, it's fun it's it's <sighs> yeah that's a frustration yeah the frustration <laughs> side okay so all right here 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 it goes right so i'm going to break down Okay. the the grammar the grammar uh, section of police All right so of course I'm gonna go f- through the MU which is the um, modern usage and then the ETY which is the etymology right so you have to see the history and then you have to see the the current state of how it's being used so the current state of how police whenever you think about police this is what police literally means it means the force that maintains security of fill in the blank of whatever of means right so this is what police means it's the force that maintains security of your safety your neighborhood your community blah 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 by carrying out control right so (laughs) carrying out the control or the laws the laws that have been established by whatever the group is that say that they're out there right Mm -hmm. so this is what the modern usage of the police the police is right the etymology which of course it's latin and greek um you have polis right so polis is the greek term for city right so you know of course the police are going to have to be in a city because you're going to have a shitload of people out there right and you're going to have to maintain some type of control (laughs) right you know and in the latin um term for it is policia right which just means civil administrator right so so you can see the links you know, you can see the links between a civil administrator and a city and maintaining control, right? So this is what the police do, is that they maintain they maintain control over a population mm-hmm. or over the city, right? I read the present preservation of order, but you got a, a bunch of people living together in close quarters, you have to create order. Yeah, but then order, that's a that's difficult. yeah as like i don't even know what that means to maintain order you know because i mean we're probably going to figure it out because um i went through i went through the 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 my standard methodology of how i gather information and mm-hmm. i've gotten the ancient the medieval and the modern mm-hmm. right you know so i've hopped through these three steps right here just so i can understand and it was a lot i i this is going to be a long series i think that's case in point though yeah. order security is there's so many versions do we really know mm-hmm. like there's so many renditions of what is the police for i say order you say uh security of of uh safety property whatnot um some might say to maintain certain systems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the fact that we can't figure out a main like objective a primary objective that's universal means that we're already having breakdown into what police are functioning for and what we think police function for yeah in our culture yeah because most people are going to say to protect and serve right yeah. that's yeah yeah fun fact what mm-hmm. did i where did i 
I'll oh. come back to that. And you got a fun fact on that I have that a fun one? fact about Protect and Serve. It was not, uh, that motto was coined in 1955 mm. after the LAPD uh, had a contest for their motto. Oh, really? And people submitted uh, ideas, and that was chosen, and it was by Officer Joseph Dorobeck. Ah, that's pretty cool. So it was not so much a, a motto that the uh, the police has been known for known for built upon or that was their 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 mantra yeah our elevator speech it it was a winning motto that sounded great from a contest because huh. it had pr uh pizzazz that's pretty cool that's <laughs> so there you have cool. it because a lot of people see that on the side of every police car they're like that's what the police are for they're to protect and serve that's media gotta love it that's what media does spins they're there for me they're yeah. going to protect me well, technically, they should be. Technically. But... They're there to protect the law. Yes, we'll get to that. The law. <laughs> okay, so here we go. If And then here's the, the... This is what I would define as the the most thorough definition of what the police are. Okay. Right? The police is a body empowered by the state to enforce the law... To protect property and to limit disorder. Okay. Right? So that's basically what the police are. They are a monopoly of power. And they can actually enforce it. Right? So they can enforce the law through the use of force. Right? Which means that if they need to string you up, throw you on the ground, or do all these things, that they have all... All of that authority has been given or granted to them by the state, mm -hmm. right? And it's agreed upon, allegedly, <laughs> by all of us citizens mm -hmm. that say that, yes, we grant you, police, the right and the authority to use force on us. And we're going to make sure that you're the only ones that can use this type of force on us. Uh, that's a rabbit hole that I would like to go down later mm -hmm. not today but i want to go down that one later but yeah just know that this this embody or this body the police are the only people that have a monopoly on force <laughs> i was just going to talk about monopoly on violence yeah go Coined for by it. max weber a sociologist in 1919 described monopoly of violence as any organization uh that i can't read my writing basically the Exclusive right to use, threaten, or authorize physical force against residents of its own territory. What? Say that again. Any organization. Right. I can't read my writing. That <laughs> uses the exclusive, or that holds the exclusive right to use, threaten, or authorize physical force against residents of its territory. Yeah. So that was coined by Max Weber, a sociologist in 1919, defining quote-unquote, monopoly on violence. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, this is where it kicks into my my um, um, freedom-loving ways, right? Mm -hmm. Because, um, and now I'm going to go back and I'm going to steal your sign or your saying about the devil that you know. <laughs> uh, it's not my saying. I know, but the first time I heard it was with you. Um, the devil you know is yeah. better than the devil you don't know. Yeah, the devil that you know is better than the devil that you Similar don't know. Similar to the lesser of two evils. Yeah, yeah. A little bit different. But the police actually do serve a function. 
first. Right. They do have to maintain order and they do have to have this this specific presence in this force and and they are the only ones that have been granted by the state mm -hmm. my mortal enemy but then I have to respect the state right because the state allows me to do what I'm doing right now exactly. right um, even though I disagree with a lot of it's things that they do yeah <laughs> um, it's a complicated relationship right yeah 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 it's it's you know it's like oh my god you're beating me but I love you so much because you know you allow me to do all these things but whatever oh keep boy, beating oh me no. yeah <laughs> just That's keep a whole other podcast. yeah just keep just Shit. keep going right <laughs> but but the state grants a body or this group right the power to use force right and violent force and these past few weeks they've used that violent force and it's been spread through social media you know um through because they killed a couple people uh, and then somebody turned around and then they actually used violent force against them and this is the guy Micah Johnson, Johnson. Yeah, Micah Johnson, who was a sniper, um, military trained, mm -hmm. uh, 25 years old, mm -hmm. black dude, um, who basically went off. He, he just went batshit crazy. Wanted to kill white people, especially officers. And yeah, yeah. And this is the danger that I think that we're slipping into right now is where you are going to have groups of people that are going to slip off into that crazy, that danger crazy zone of where they're going to take other people's lives unnecessarily, right? And this is what Micah Johnson did, mm -hmm. right? And Micah Johnson was also um, um, instigated by probably the type of people that he was hanging out with, okay. you know, because they were, they were sort of kind of extremist groups. Mm -hmm. Right. In any extremist groups, to me, these these <laughs> are talk about often. <laughs> yes. Right. Extremism, any extremist group, they, they have to be looked at looked at as far as the enemy. Right. Because they don't like they don't like to play nice with other people. They just don't. They're, not, they're intolerant. I yeah. mean, we live in a world with too many people. Yeah. Who yeah. all deserve freedom for yeah. people that are intolerant. Yeah. And then we have this one thing that we keep harping on mm -hmm. and that's going to be the the main focus on this is that you have the right to think what you want to think and say what you want to say right but you do not have the right to take somebody else's life mm -hmm. right you do not have the right to cause harm onto anybody else right and this is what these people are actually doing yes the police are infringing on certain rights like this because they're so trigger happy right now mm -hmm. but they're not as trigger happy as we think Right, because based off of the data, um, the police are less inclined to kill black people than they are to kill white people, based off of the data. That'll be in the show notes too. So, mm -hmm. so when people say that they're killing us and they're hunting us down, yeah, I can see that because of the, the it's about your perception mm -hmm. of what it is that you're seeing and what it is that you're witnessing, right? But, but when the majority of violent crimes in our country, in America, are being done by a population that only makes up 12 to 13% of this country, right. right? That's a fucking problem, right? Right. That's a problem. That's, that's, that's a problem that, that we need to talk about and we need to figure out how to fix. But that's another discussion that we'll get on uh, later. We need to get back on track and figure out 
um, the police, right? Let's do let's do the 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 what are they? The grammar, the grammar stages of the okay. police, right? So we at least know why we're here. We're here because what set it off was the incidents that happened the past few weeks, right? Right. So we got that under the table. Things that. upset us, right? So now <laughs> we, we have a clear definition of what the police are, which are the body empowered by the state to enforce the law, to protect property, and to limit disorder. Okay. All right, cool. So so those are those are them. And then I like the one that you have um, by Max Weber, right, mm-hmm. um, about the police. The police um, uh, have a monopoly on violence. Yeah, on violence. Yeah, so they have a monopoly on the use of violence. They're authorized physical force. Uh-huh, yeah. So let's go to the origins. Okay. So historically, um, I'm not going to talk about China, because China had a police force, and, but it, they called them something else. But I'm, I'm going to go back to something that's more Western, meaning it's going to trace back to the Greeks, right? And in the Greeks, during their ancient times, their police force. They had a police. And if you want to know who they were, the police during the ancient Greek times were public slaves. Hmm. Right? This was, this was who the police were. They were publicly owned slaves. And their purpose... Because I'm a civil servant. servant right? Yeah, yeah, you are. You are a civil servant. Right? That's a good one. I like yeah. that. I'll be here all week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're literally a servant, huh? A civil servant, a publicly owned, oh, look at that, um, servant. And then their functions. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you think about their functions and if you've found anything different from this. In In Greece? uh, Well, no, just in general. Just like think about police and think about these functions, right? Think about the functions because I'm talking about the ancient times, Right. right? So these were the functions of the police who were publicly owned slaves. This is what they their purpose was. This is what they had to do. They had to maintain crowd control. Mm-hmm. They had to deal with criminals. They had to handle prisoners. And they had to make arrests. Right? Mm-hmm. This sounds pretty familiar. Right? It sounds very modern, if you want to call that. You know, is that you're dealing with the crowd control. Right? So whenever you see protesters out there, mm-hmm. right, who's always around? You always have the police, right? Right. So the police are always around, maintaining crowd control, so nobody goes off or nobody does anything silly, right? Um, they're always dealing with criminals, right? Because that's what the police do. They go out there and they make the arrest, and and whoever we deem are criminals, they're the ones that you know get brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just linked those two, mm-hmm. but here's the kicker: the investigation of crimes. The police in ancient times, they didn't do that. That was always done by the, the regular citizen, the citizens. And then they would bring the evidence to whoever was going to make a decision about who was guilty and innocent. Whoever or, the person in charge was. Or did they take the, um, almost like a responsibility, like this is crime was committed on me, so therefore I'm going to enact justice myself and I have the right to do that as a citizen. Was that the case? Or? I didn't even go down that one. Okay. Yeah, but I know um, you had a senator or somebody who was in a position of authority, mm-hmm. right, because they were the authors. Um, so there was a third party then? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... Um, 
Yeah, that's how the ancients dealt with it, meaning the Greeks. Mm -hmm. And then the Greeks taught the Romans, right? Um, the Romans actually just used the soldiers. They used the military as their police, the and then they broke police. them up. Right. Yeah. Um, but then if you trek up now, so we have the ancient time or the beginning time, mm -hmm. and the police were the slaves mm -hmm. who maintained control mm -hmm. over the polis, and the polis was the city, mm -hmm. right? And then you get into the medieval times. And now I'm going to focus on England, um, because England... England had the first police as we adopted our idea of police. That was later on, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go much earlier, but... Yeah, later on. Yeah, yes, you know, the modern sense. But in England, the police, these they were just nothing but a private system funded by the lords and the nobles, mm -hmm. right? So if you keep seeing this trek, right, it's there's a group of people that funds a security force that there's, maintains control. They're security guards. Yeah. Maintain the class system mm -hmm. and make sure that they don't get my shit. Yeah, don't take my shit. Don't take my shit. Yeah, <laughs> don't take much because we're trying to do business. Right. Right, which I think is a cool thing, right, is that you need to have a bodyguard so you can do trade. Right. That's I think that's what it all boils down to is because you want to be able to, to trade, right, because that's what I wrote down. What, what, what was the function of um, the police during the medieval times? And it was to maintain order in their lands mm -hmm. right so whoever these nobles were and these lords were they were the ones who had to employ the police right or the security force or the constables mm -hmm. right so they were the ones who funded it all right and then they they made people do this through tithings right so then people would pay like 10 percent of whatever oh, so it was they were a community tax just like right now our taxes mm. go to the yeah to fund the police yeah 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 so local they all pitched in right they all sort of kind of pitched in through tithings, right, which is very churchy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they, they, they pitched in through it, and yeah, they went that route just so they can protect their lands or each <laughs> other, however it was that you wanted to think about it, mm -hmm. right? But whoever their government was at the time, which were the lords and the nobles. Um, now, the early, early modern time, I have to start off with France um, because it was King Louis. Yeah. King Louis crushed it, and he was the first one to actually create a centralized police force, hmm. right? So it was the Frenchies who did it first, <laughs> right? The French, they always get all this shit. They get, you know, they just like, what did you do? We were the first ones to come up with a reason after the Greeks. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they just, you know, th this is what they did. So they were the first ones to actually have a centrally organized police force, mm -hmm. And in their function, I like this one, their function was ensuring the peace and quiet. This is what the police did. They ensured that there was peace and quiet within the city of Paris, right? They also purged the city of what, meaning the people, who may cause disturbances, right? So if they didn't like you and you were riffraff, get, riff yeah, <laughs> get out not in my house right <laughs> um, <Job> yeah <laughs> right so then they also were responsible for procuring abundance right so basically they just made it safe for people to do trade and do things like that right okay. so that's that's what they did so procuring abundance that sounds you know sort of kind of like old Frenchy 
but uh, <laughs> this is this is technically what they did. They just made it safe so people can do business. Um, and then this is the one that piqued my curiosity too, is, is that they made sure everyone lived according to their station and mm. their duties in life. So again, maintaining the class system. Yeah. Yeah, so there it is, right? They're, we're starting to see this pattern is that, that they do maintain order, right? They do make sure that it's safe for business, mm-hmm. right? And then they also maintain a specific class order, right? So so it's like pervasive throughout history. They're not here. They weren't there to defend individuals, individual freedoms. They're 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 def- they're operating to defend specific ideas. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The specific ideas that were often um um we call them laws. Yeah. Yeah, laws, but then they were created by some specific other class, you know, the ruling class, if you want to call it that. So sure. the so the police were always the the servants to the ruling class to maintain the social norms of the other people. Right. You know, so things can always be how they are. Uh, and then we got the final one. The final one was um, where you were going, going with it, was the English. Mm-hmm. What'd you get on that? Let me find my, my notes are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll set it off and I'll, I'll let you catch up. So, oh, 1827 was the first uh, establishment of quote-unquote police force in England. Um, this was this was after like we we're talking about post-Civil War era. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there were there were many forms. They called it different things, the constables and and right. so on and so But as far as maintaining this uh, centralized police force that would would uh, police the city. Um, and then America followed in 1835 to 1845 in cities like New York, Boston, and Philadelphia. Before that, in the mid-1800s, citizens were expected to protect uh, themselves, and the police and constables of those times were considered more of a uh, supplementary or adjunct-type service. Hmm. Yeah, so the people had to secure themselves. Yes. And then they were like, you know what, this is too hard. Uh, <laughs> we just want you to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is smart. I mean, we outsource everything. We mm-hmm. fucking outsource everything. That's why we go to restaurants because it's like I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. I'm gonna go to a restaurant because I'm gonna pay somebody to cook for me, and they better make this food really, really good. Better than what? Better I than make I at make home. it at home. Right? Yeah, they better. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've constantly been outsourcing things, right? We've yeah. we've outsourced everything. We've outsourced we've outsourced our consciousness, and we call it religion. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's yeah. a whole other yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Series. Yeah. Yeah. So when we outsource our consciousness on the, you know what is oh, good and what great. is bad, yeah. that's religion, right? And now we are outsourcing. How do we protect ourselves, right? I don't have the time to protect myself because I'm too busy working mm-hmm. and doing things like that. So I'm going to outsource that, and I'm going to outsource this, and I'm going to give a group of people who are specifically trained mm-hmm. to protect me but remember they're others. not there to protect you they're um, there to maintain order if you get protected by those means oh well and good 
Yeah. The, or the number one mm -hmm. uh, mission is to maintain order. But I was thinking if I was a noble <clears throat> or one of the individuals that was actually um, hiring these people. Then you're hiring bodyguards. Yeah, well, that's what they are. That's different. Yeah, well, I hate to say it, but essentially that's what the police are. They're bodyguards. I disagree. Oh, you do? I do. Okay, go. Tell me why. I'll give you my reason. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the reason why did I say that they're bodyguards mm -hmm. and that's all that they essentially are is because they're, the body is the public. Right. <clears throat> and then they must okay, guard the public. Okay, but when you say protect me individually, mm -hmm. then that's where I, I find... To protect me individually? Yeah. If I was a noble. Okay. Yeah, if I was a noble or if I was a lord, because me individually means that you must maintain control over my lands. Fair enough. Right. There. Yeah. I think that doesn't translate till now, but I think you're using it right there. That's spot on then. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's more abstract. It's the same meaning though to me. It's the same meaning, but it's just a little bit more. It's just abstract, right? Mm -hmm. Because now we we say that uh, um, yeah, the police the police are here to. Um, protect people, the public, the body, the workers, right? The, the, the civilians, whatever, right? Even though that's a weird state too because police are civilians too. No, if you have a group of people, mm -hmm. citizens, that are creating uh, disorder, they're being, I don't know, maybe they're looting a store or whatever, mm -hmm. police are not going to rally to protect them because they're protecting individuals. They're going to rally to protect the order. Yeah. Of the community. Yeah. So. So individual protection is no longer, or is is not, and probably never has been. Uh, yeah, yeah. The main objective. That's what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, individual protection is not really there. They just want to make sure that the status quo is the status quo. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and I think that's what people really get hung up on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I'll talk about that a little later. But. Yeah. Yeah, because then we have to define, well, what is the status quo? Mm -hmm. And I think that that shifts throughout time. Of course it does. Yeah, yeah. So who, who, who's the yeah. status quo are you talking about? Yeah. So now let's let's talk about the, the modern, the origins of the modern state of the police all have to come from, once again, London. England. England. Yeah, you know what you were reading off because you said that they came from there. Right, but it was um, uh, Robert Peel. Yeah, he, he would be considered the father, okay. the father of the modern British police. And um, um, I wrote down his ethics. He, because I, I can dig his ethics, his, the, the, what it was that he was saying that all police must do, must maintain, and must have. It was based off a very simple rule-based system. And I think this rule-based system has been forgotten. Hmm. Right. And maybe it needs to be um, reintroduced, uh, but I'm not sure if it could be hmm. because there's so much bureaucracy that's going on right now. But people could probably reintroduce these themselves if they wanted to. But basically, this is what he said. Every police officer is issued an ID to ensure accountability right so whenever somebody says what's your badge number what's your name and your badge number this is the ID that Robert Pill mm -hmm. instituted back in the day he's mm -hmm. like I need to know who you are 
and where you're from because I can track you. Mm -hmm. So that way, if you do anything wrong, I can go right to your ass. And I know that it was this mofo right here mm -hmm. in this place at this time. And this is what he did. Here's his ID badge and blah, blah, blah. Right. So we can go from there. Right. This is the second one that he said. The number of arrests are not the unit to measure, but the unit to measure is the lack of crime. Right. This just shoots all quotas out the door. Right. So any type of revenue generating scheme that the police have ever had. Yeah, right. The cop, the, the cop that waits in the corner. Right. Speeding by. Right. Right. It's the, like, well, whoa, whoa. yeah. End of the month. So wait a minute, bro. Are you just generating revenue for your police department or are you trying to actually keep down crime? Right. But if you're just giving me a ticket for speeding. Has there been an increase in automobile accidents within the past few years? Uh, I don't know. You know, like these would be questions that I would be thinking, mm -hmm. right? Just me getting a ticket for, you know, because, yeah, my, my, um, I can understand a fix it ticket. Um, but yeah, just me getting a ticket for doing something, you know, that really doesn't cause too much harm. And then the last one, I like this one, is that the police are the public. And the public are the police, right? So the police are the public, and the public are the police. It 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 starts to look like some yin yang stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because yes, the public must police themselves, because the public are the city, right? The public are parts. Mm -hmm. They they are the base unit of the city, and they must police themselves, right? They must maintain security for themselves. Right. They must make sure that the rules and the laws are being adhered to. So um, crazy shit doesn't happen. What are you thinking? You just like zoned out. No, I'm trying to find this. Uh, some That made me think of how did the police police themselves? Uh, I don't know. Don't they have an internal police? Yeah, department? it's called internal affairs. Um, there's a lot of international equivalents that exist. As of late, now we have these wonderful body cameras. Ah. <laughs> um, and there, there are some historical laws that have been enacted, or, or uh, to try to uh, the checks and balances, if you will, for police uh, power, police force. Like what? So to regulate the police, there's been criminal procedure laws. To and, and th these are these are a lot of buzzwords that I was talking about earlier that I just I'm I'm finding is the fact that we can't uh, universally define them makes for some sticky uh, definitions and situations. Which one? So you, things like uh, police discretion. Oh. Right? Police discretion. What. What my discretion about a situation, what your discretion about a situation are two different things. So we're going to carry down different mm. interpretations of a law. Mm. That's sticky. Mm. Okay. So these, these, uh, these uh, enactments are supposed to um, kind of police these varying discretions. They call it arbitrarily, unjustly, or, exer or, or the exercise of powers of arrest, use of force, and search and seizure, because those are uh, the most significant uh, uh, powers that the police exert. Of arrest, 
use of force, and search and seizure. Okay. So you had the Miranda warning, and that's to prevent against self-incriminization when uh, you're being arrested. Isn't that weird? You incriminize yourself. Yeah. Just yeah. weird. I did it. Wait, you didn't read me my Miranda law. Right. Oh, okay. It doesn't count. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Imagine reading your Miranda rights to someone whose English is a second language and they have no idea what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, so then no hold. Uh, you can't hold someone for more than a quote-unquote reasonable amount of time. So here we get into another gray area. What is a reasonable amount of time? Well, some people might define that as 24 to 48 hours. Depending mm-hmm. on why you're being held, I think that could be an excessive amount of time, but mm-hmm. apparently that's considered a reasonable amount of time, but it's not defined. Um, you're not allowed to use torture, abuse, or physical threats to uh, uh, to uh, get an, a confession, right? You can lie, uh, you can... Um, you can trick, you can use uh, mental kind of tactics, but you can't use physical force, okay? Um, you can't search a person uh, without a warrant obtained without showing probable cause. Again. This is all modern stuff, Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I took it from the, from the, like one of the police websites. What is probable cause? Probable cause in my definition as a cop would be different than your probable cause. So you have to show probable cause except in these situations. The fir- first is um, you can search um, someone if they give you consent, okay. Second is if you search uh, with intent to arrest, which to me seems kind of tricky, I don't quite understand that. You can search a motor vehicle without probable cause. You can search a motor vehicle yes. without probable cause? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought you had to have. And the fourth is exigent circumstances. Hmm. Again, another gray area. That's too wordy for, I What's, don't even know what exigent I don't either. I'm, even means. I'm thinking that's a circumstance that someone might deem an emergency. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna break into this house and, and search it because I hear a, a crying baby or something. That's yeah. what they always use on Law and Order or whatever. I have, an, I have a, I'm a I'm a high school dropout, so I have to actually look up exigent because <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure out what this this word means. I know what X. So these are all these these things that are supposed to be put in place to kind of uh, uh, temper uh, police power, but these things are not very well defined, and the average person doesn't know their rights about these uh, parameters. Um, what was the exigent again? Exigent circumstances. Hmm. Okay, so there's also something called a Terry investigation. What? So this is an investigation um, where Terry versus Ohio, nineteen sixty-eight. The court decided that uh, it was going to divide uh, seizure into two parts: first, an investigatory investigatory stop, and then the arrest. So during this investigatory stop, a police officer's search is confined to what is minimally necessary to uh, determine if the suspect is armed. So I'm thinking about what happened recently in the news, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And the intrusion is made for the sole purpose of protecting himself and others nearby. And for then uh, to... uh, to obtain the weapon. 
Okay. So before this Terry, every police encounter would constitute in, in, into an arrest, giving the officer the full range of search, search authority. So uh, the police can essentially do whatever they want. Yeah. This is what you're saying. So this is why this, this case came to, to court. The, the Terry. So the police can do whatever they want. Basically. So now, in this uh, investigatory stop, the Terry stop is limited to searching for weapons only. Okay. So. Which I don't know if much has changed. How do you think that this is relevant now? The officer's search is confined to what is minimally necessary to determine whether a suspect is armed. So, in the case of... Speaking all lawyerly now. No, well, and I'm yeah. just reading what I what I yeah. learned. I don't. She's like in the case <laughs> of. Yeah. No, Philando Castile. Mm-hmm. According to the video I saw, he uh, was. Uh, uh, he was already shot. But before that, apparently he said, "I have a concealed weapon. I have a permit." Blah blah blah. Uh, but this is what was what was verbalized that right. his girlfriend said that he said. So based on that, mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. That's what reminded me of this Terry Long. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. But under the quote unquote discretion. <laughs> yeah. So the cop. So shot. this is, this is where I actually want to go with this conversation and it, it's not going to happen tonight mm -hmm. because we just had to do the basic grammar stage of yeah. what the police are. Um, but now that we understand that, because you were delving off into like modern day tactics and mm -hmm. what it is that they can do, and it sounds like they can do a lot. <laughs> it sounds like that they have free it's range. It's not well defined. As, as I'm doing my research, mm -hmm. I can't find hard mm -hmm. and fast rules. I can't. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just discretion and gray lines and, and. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, uh, it yeah. sounds like a bunch of loopholes. But yes. Yes. when I think, when I think about the father, you know who was the daddy who was the one who put out the first seed was robert peel and he had those three those three rules right those three rules it was like yeah you can probably create a modern day police mm -hmm. force with those three rules um but then thinking about the function and and this is where i want to go or basically maybe close this one out um and then the next the next one that we talk about the police. Mm -hmm. I, I want to I actually want to talk about the origin of the police in America and it being actually from slave patrol, yeah, right? Yeah. Because slave patrol, if you can make the link between slave patrol and the link um, from Robert Peel and look at the modern day things that are actually happening, especially to the black community because they're the ones or it's basically any community or any minority community, um, meaning that they might not be fitting a certain social class mm -hmm. they get their asses handed to them because they are patrolled more mm -hmm. and that's only because of historical um stats that shows that more crimes are done here mm -hmm. right um but here's the function the function the root functions of the police is that they're they're supposed to be strong and centralized right mm -hmm. they're supposed to be politically neutral the police force is supposed to maintain social order the police force is also supposed to protect people from crime 
and the police force is also supposed to act as a visible deterrent to urban crime and disorder right so these are the main functions mm -hmm. that um i think all police forces uh, yeah, should have, right? So yeah. w when we start getting into legalese mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, just getting super wordy. It's hard to make sense of it. Yeah, you confuse the fuck out of people and that's not cool, yeah. right? That's yeah. not cool, yeah. for especially for any type of government organization. Especially if you're supposed to know your rights when it comes to police. Yeah. And what, what how they're supposed to function in our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's um, that's that's the intelligence brief on this one, right? Is this is the start of um, the police, uh, because the police are a main arm. There, it's one of the primary arms of the government, right? It's because the government is supposed to maintain security abroad and within, right? So they're supposed to maintain security abroad, and they do that through military force, mm -hmm. right? And then they also maintain security within through police force, right. right? So we as citizens and we as people, we need to start thinking about, well, what type of security is it that we want, right? right? Yeah, what type of world is it that we want? And what is the role proper for the police force now, right? Because the world is getting safer. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care when you look at social media Kirk or County, yeah. yeah, you do anything like that. Yes. The world is technically getting safer and just because you see one person get shot two people get shot and and then you start crunching the numbers and you look at the data and you say well okay well violent crimes are actually on the decline mm -hmm. right that's a good thing mm -hmm. right but when you do see somebody getting shot then you're like that's a bad thing <laughs> that's sort of kind of cool you can focus on that well hey why is that person getting shot and you start thinking about the things that are happening on the back end of um well, why are the police officers so high strung? Okay, let's talk about that. Why are they so high strung? What's going on? Are they high strung in all the neighborhoods or only certain neighborhoods? And if they're only high strung in certain neighborhoods, what about those neighborhoods make them more high strung than in these other neighborhoods, mm -hmm. right? This is the conversation um, that we're gonna continue on with this intelligence sure. debrief, right? But sure. now at least we have a, a clear definition of of what the police are um, and their function, right? So we know what, what they are and what their function is supposed to be. And now we need to think about how we as people interact with that. Yeah, that's going to be the next talk, at least on the police intelligence. Cool? Cool. Yeah, this was fun. Hopefully it was informative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, the three-step hop. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Go level up. <laughs>